Hi and welcome to the About Her show. I am Sangeeta Renan, an educationist, a writer and a lifelong learner. I also run an e-magazine for women. This podcast is about trailblazing women and their journeys. Women who have broken many a barrier, many a stereotype to realize their potential. If they can do it, so can you. Parents love to pamper and mollycoddle their children and can sometimes go out of their way to give them all and protect them from everything. But is that the right thing to do? No, it isn't, according to Priyanka Rana, our guest this week. She believes that overprotection can hinder children's development of essential life skills and leave them unprepared for real-world challenges. However, despite such a childhood, today Priyanka is a focused and driven woman who knows her mind and is well on the way to realizing her dreams. A risk professional with JP Morgan, Priyanka is a role model who can inspire many. Let's talk to her and understand how she has become this confident and determined woman who's happy to take ownership of the goods and bads of life. Hi Priyanka and uh, welcome to this show uh, where uh, as I told you earlier we get uh, women trailblazers, women achievers to talk about the journey of their lives, to tell us about the challenges they may have faced along the way, the ups and downs, their achievements and accomplishments, so that the women who are listening in get inspired and motivated to, you know, get out of whatever is holding them back and realizing their potential. And uh, eventually we want to build a community of women who are there to support, empower, mentor and be there for each other. So welcome to the show. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm I'm really feeling very privileged right now because uh, when I got to know about this concept and the endeavor that you have, I think um, I re- I was more than ready to jump onto the bandwagon. And I think it's a very nice thought. Uh, uh, I I'd say that there are a lot of people who would want to join you in this journey to towards women empowerment. And mm-hmm. though maybe in the old scheme of things, it might be a small effort. But it is worth it. Absolutely. So thank you. Thank you for having me. I, I totally agree with you. Any little thing that we do, it may be a drop in the ocean, but ultimately it's all the drops together that make the ocean. So, yeah. All right. So let's dive in and uh, tell us a little about, bit about your childhood, your early life and how that shaped you into, you know, the kind of person that you are today. Um, okay. Uh, and, and because I know I, I can be candid here because all the women listeners, I would particularly call them as women listeners. I'd really want them to hear it out. Um, so my childhood has been very protective, very, very protective. I come from a whole big, large, um, uh, sort of, uh, khandan, as they say, and, mm. um, it was all, uh, all relatives around. So it was a very protected environment, very protected childhood, I'd say, um, uh, in a, in a way, it was a bad thing. It turned out to be a bad thing for me because I was getting everything served in a platter, which was, uh, which of, of course, at a later stage, we do realize that, you know, it was probably not uh, something that we wanted for. So I was never exposed to the realities of the world and uh, as they call it. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, that, that kind of led me into what, uh, how I grew up. Uh, I was very shallow, okay? I, I Let me be honest. I was very shallow because I was not aware of 
how a mon how money is earned or how uh you know you need to think about your career think about your future so when i was it's it was my pre-teens where i didn't have any clue of what's happening around mm-hmm. the only thing i was concerned about how to make my parents happy if if i as simple as if i eat my complete portion of food and they are happy that made my day so mm-hmm. so i was in a protected environment and um yeah while i while i started when i started growing up when i started realizing the competition or the girls in school or the boys in school for that matter how clear they were with their what they want from life and what they want to do the next day or uh, you know even if how they want to celebrate their birthdays it was as simple as that but mm-hmm. i really never had to because i was always dependent on my parents to give me direction mm-hmm. so uh, for a particular time i think it was good and mm-hmm. for everyone it should be there but mm-hmm. after a certain point in time and age i think uh, it didn't work well for me initially i think you have a point here because a lot of parents you know try to protect their children from everything you know they try to feel that no you know they'll grow up and face but i think that's not right you need to give them a lot of exposure uh, you know need to let them go out there and see what the world is all about because that is the reality and that they will have to face sooner or later you know you can't kind of uh, turn away from that fact so you do have a point here i agree with you that i think most and parents end also, up doing that yeah and also if i may add sangeeta nowadays i really see this culture where uh, everyone is talking about how we can change the school education how we can uh, include life lessons or life skills into school curriculum hmm. you know for me that is not the first point i think the parents and nobody is born as ready parents so i think a lot of grooming parents should have taken or should take now as i as a parent should take probably how, how do i give those life skills to my children not mm-hmm. that i want to uh, you know ask them or uh, you know they should chase their studies straight away and only but mm-hmm. i should tell them you know these are basic things how do you manage your funds if i give you 10 rupees how do you manage that yeah, so i think yeah. the education starts with parents and then school comes so absolutely yes. absolutely it has to be a mix of both so tell me uh, as a child did you have any aspirations did you have any dreams something that you thought you would grow up and do i did i did and um um it was very dear to me so i always had this passion for dancing okay. had is not a right word i always have this passion for dancing mm-hmm. i wanted to pursue dancing when i was growing up okay. uh, there was one particular teacher i distinctly remember she used to teach me economics in my school because i was a commerce student in school okay. and i was so fascinated by her the way she carried herself she was fierce because she had a lot of knowledge abundance of knowledge she had and mm. she you know every other teacher or every other student would get intimidated by her so there were two dreams that i had one to dance my heart out every now and then right. and to to be a very very dominant female like my teacher so these okay. were two things that i really wanted to be so where are you when it comes to the realization of those dreams now <laughs> so um i'd say dream number 1 check now i dance whenever i want to so i'm not dependent on anyone i do need music but uh, mm-hmm. yes i vibe along whenever i want to mm-hmm. um 
I still pay my gratitude to my uh, economics teachers. So whenever I uh, go back to my hometown, I do make sure that I meet her and I just spend some time with her. I mm-hmm. am not an economics teacher. I do not study. I did not carry, uh, you know, pursue education any further after my graduation. But yes, I'm, I, I'm still fascinated by her. Though she's grown old, but she still has the same courage, which is uh, which keeps me motivated. Actually, you got that spark from her. I think I, I'd like to dedicate that and undoubtedly I really thank her for that because uh, she she was fierce, she is still fierce and um, somewhere when when the entire school was looking up to her for some presentation or something that when she, whenever she used to walk on stage, hmm. uh, I used to look up to her. So yes, I still I want to be somewhere, I'm probably somewhere there, but I want to be exactly like her. Great, great. Actually, teachers do have a very critical role to play in, uh, you know, a student's life. I mean, I, I I belong to that fraternity and I understand because a lot of students come back to you and, you know, with that, that, you know, they look up to you as a role model. So I think teachers play a very, very critical role. Okay. I totally agree. So Priyanka, tell us a little bit about what you do currently, about your profession, about your job profile. Yep. Uh, so, uh, Sangeeta, I belong to a risk and controls domain. Now, uh, this is a niche domain okay. and um, it is basically how do you create a wall between a company and the external risks that the company might possess or the company might encounter in the near future. So I work with JP Morgan. I am based out of Mumbai. And there are different verticals in the company. So one of the verticals where I take care of the risk and control space. So I I, I provide that uh, assurance to the company uh, okay. that, you know, these, these these verticals or the business that we are carrying is risk free or that it is prone to risk, for example. And these are the controls that we are taking care of. So I do that work. I have a total work experience of approximately 15 years. Okay. And uh, it was uh, it started as a call uh, with call center, but yes, uh, slowly and gradually I moved to risk and control, um, and I'm loving the space. I try to pursue uh, further qualifications in the same same space. So yes, that's oh, what I do. Great, great, great. So also tell us, uh, I mean, some of the challenges that you may have um, you know faced in your journey, Aman. Tell us a little bit about those. I mean. In your profession and also, I mean, were those challenges because of what you were doing or because of your gender as well? So a bit of both. That's a great question, Sangeeta. And I, how I want to answer this, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, not because of what I was doing, but because of my gender. Hmm. Uh, there was a very particular instant in, uh, instance and I, I don't think so I'll be able to ever forget this. It was my first job and... Um, I had given birth to my first child. Okay. So when I came back from maternity leave, uh, it was already three years into that organization. And while all my peers, because it was, uh, you know, all my peers were getting promoted. So I had a candid conversation. And I, being myself, I've always been very candid and straightforward. I'm calling spade a spade right now as well. Mm -hmm. So the moment I asked about the promotion, so this person says that uh, you won't be eligible because... Uh, you were on maternity now this this shook me this has left an imprint on me just because I was out of work for I think four months because I'm talking about 2009 so I think at that point in time it was three or three and a half four months that we were eligible for maternity 
for four months, if I were out, God forbid, if I was, uh, you know, not keeping well or I needed some medical, uh, uh, you know, attention, then mm. would they have said this? Because my brain didn't stop working. I, I worked for those three years. So that was um, the most ugly scenario, I would say, as a gender, as a female, I encountered. Uh, and And the saddest part is the manager was a female. Oh. That was the saddest part. Oh, okay. Yes. Right. Yes. And, and you know, that left me uh, into shreds because, and, and I did not realize at that point in time because I, I was so weak and so timid at that point in time because I felt that my maternity was a burden. My hmm. maternity was a mistake that I did. It felt me. Uh, it, it made me feel like that. But as, you know, over gradually over years, I've realized that this is something that, needs to be fixed as a women manager you are talking about not to take maternity or why did you go on maternity or you'll not be eligible for promotion that was the uh, i think that that's such a pull factor for mm. any person i mean why and and i i i think i mean i don't know if if guys do get this question you were on paternity leave for 15 days so sorry you'll not be eligible for promotion mm. yeah. that's such a lame thing but yes, I did experience that. And of course, I think most of us women, they would have felt it or they would have experienced it. So I obviously was juggling between my in-laws or the family and the work. Um, you know, there are travel commitments which were required in my initial stages of career, uh, which I denied because I could not take those up. And mm. then, uh, you know, it's it's very very simple. Even if the society has moved way, uh, you know, beyond uh, what it was in two thousand seven or two thousand nine, for that matter. Mm. But I still feel that even if you, as a person, if I'm not attending a family function and I'm working till twelve o'clock at night in the office, I still mm. would get questions. Yeah. Even if I am uh, a managing director of a company. So right. that's that's what I feel. It it hasn't happened to me, but I know in bits and pockets I I faced this. But yes, mm -hmm. uh, it is still there. I faced my share of uh, these flack or I'd say comments. Uh, but yes, I, I think women should have always supported women. Yeah, scenarios um, But there's a long way to go. There, there is. is. But yes, uh, the positive is that we've made a start and we most of us are realizing this. And I think, you know, step by step, little by little, we will get there, uh, you know, eventually. Okay. Totally. Tell me, Priyanka, on a regular day, of course, you know, we are like, we have our work and we have our families and all of that. But, you know, there are days when we are down and out. So like, as I say, the highs and lows of life. So how do you cope up with those? Um. Uh now it has become easy for me because I've realized uh, what what floats my boat, you know, hashtag this is something that I've learned from my daughter. But yes, mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, uh, it it can be anything, even if I, it's just one cup of tea or coffee in the morning, which I want to have in an alone time or mm -hmm. just me time. That, that just uh, sorts me out for the entire day because okay. I do not want to be thinking about things when I'm enjoying that one particular cup of coffee. Similarly, mm -hmm. uh, there there have been days where the work didn't go well. 
I yeah. was probably not appreciated for which for for a thing which I worked really hard, or mm. I had a argument at work or with my kids as well. So there are and it it's very natural. But what I do is, uh, I keep calm. I I keep my mouth shut, and mm. I just focus on one thing that probably through the day that that keeps me going. So right now it is music or my cup of coffee. But some days it's just walking out of the home or walking out of the office and just probably going to a nearby coffee shop and just sitting there idle. So okay. sitting idle sometimes has really worked wonders for me. Oh. I might not be carrying a book always, though I like to read. But right now, if I'm not carrying a book, I probably would sit idle or I might just go and talk to some stranger or just vent it out if the other person is ready to listen sometimes mm. Sangeeta the listening board also really helped me I agree so I think the different ways by which you keep yourself motivated uh, I also have developed this habit of maintaining my fitness or working out uh, you know putting some focus on my health so yeah I think that that it just keeps me going every day. I know. I kind of see what you're trying to see. You know, like sometimes you just need a little change of scene. So maybe it is coming to you through your cup of coffee or your book or your workout or, you know, talking to someone. But yes, these are different ways that we kind of, we all have our ways of, you know, coping up with these. Um, yeah, great, great. And I really want to add one thing, Sangeeta, that, yeah. you know, uh, as 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 women or as men, okay, even if we are taking out 30 minutes or 45 minutes or let's say two hours also for that matter, yeah. on a particular day just for ourselves, please do not have that guilt inside yeah. you that I did not put attention to my kids or I didn't, I just missed my work just to get a cup of coffee. That guilt should not remain in you because unless, until and unless you are in sync with yourself, you'll not be able to do your 100% to yeah. your professional or personal life. So I, I do not operate on guilt. Yeah, one should not be having guilt about spending time with oneself. Yeah. So in your life, of course, I'm sure life has taught you many things, many lessons that you may have learned. So would you like to share some of those with us, some of those learnings which you think people can also learn from? Yes. Uh, you know, the biggest one is just completely own it. So a bad decision, a bad choice, uh, a bad route that you've taken while you are, <laughs> while you're traveling. All right. Um, um, you know, uh, you've you've got some bad set of clothes. They they're ill fitted, but you just got them. Just hmm. own it completely. You will hmm. never find in this world a person, a, a you know someone else to put that blame on. I mean, you will find them, but it's such a lame thing. It is so shallow. Why, mm. why, why can't we own it? So if I have a choice, I would rather not do it or do it. But whatever it is, even if I've made hundreds of bad decisions in my life, today, mm. proudly, I'd say, you know, these are the hundred list of items and I'm proudly able to share it with my kids as well. Mm. I mean, it's it's just that do not find an excuse that because of this, I did not do this because of that happened. I was not able to do that. No, you were not able to do that because of your own will power going weak. That's mm -hmm. the only thing. That's okay. one. Um, secondly, I swear by one rule. I do not expect anything from anyone. Okay. So except for myself. Um, and I, I don't go too strong on myself nowadays. So I've taken time. I've learned 
that uh, I cannot be running here and there just to prove myself to someone else. Why would I want to do that? If I were to prove my words, it should be just me. When I look into the mirror, it should be just me, Priyanka. You are here and you've achieved or you've not achieved. You're a complete failure or you're a complete success. That should be answerable to me, not to anyone else. Great. So I do not expect anyone to, to come and suggest. I do not expect anyone to ask suggestions from me. But mm -hmm. yes, if they want to, it is with a caveat. I can share my experience. You want it, you do not want it, you want to take it or not, it's up to you. So mm -hmm. let's not expect anything from each other. Okay, all right. So own whatever you do and only be answerable to yourself, accountable to yourself. Absolutely. That's a great way Thank of it. Yes, true. All right. So based on that, uh, what would you like to suggest or advise, you know, young girls, uh, you know, of today who are just on the threshold of their lives, personal, professional, what would you like to tell them? I mean, something that you may have felt that you couldn't do it in your life or you did it and something, you know, that's something great to be shared with them. So uh, uh, tell, tell us something about that. Um, one, uh... I am so happy and so amazed with the way young girls are grooming themselves up. It's mm -hmm. it's commendable. I was never in that position or never in that mindset. They 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 are uh, you know out there. People yeah. can see them. they are more aware. And uh, you know when when I was young, I was living in a cocoon. So so yes, I'm totally impressed. Now mm -hmm. the flip side of this is because they're they're aware. They have a lot of choices, yeah. which also sometimes is a hindrance because when you get a lot of choices, you tend to get lost also. Not all of them would get lost, but you tend to lose track. So yeah. the, my only suggestion to uh, probably, uh, you know, girls growing up is nothing else matters but to be financially independent. Okay. Be strong in your head. Yeah. And also, you you should be absolutely clear of what you want. And if you are clear, put it down on a piece of paper, put it as a sticky on your mirror and look at it daily and only work for it. Wow. There are things which would happen here and there in, in conjunction, you know, your your personal life, your, uh, you know, a, a, a very simple, uh, you know, romance will happen, uh, there are friendships, there are courtships, everything will happen. You know, this is yeah. a phase and yeah, it's natural. Okay, uh, Nothing to deny about. Everything will happen. But if you stick to what was pasted on your mirror, mm. trust me, everything is going to fall in line. But if you lose track of that, everything will deter from its own path. So, so I feel being financially independent and keep that focus in your head always stable these are the only two things that i want to share with everyone Wonderful. i think focus is so very important because if you lose your focus then you've basically lost track of everything in life so that yes. i think is you know you need to know what you want and then stay focused on that very good very excellent so you of course now been working for some time and uh, you know you were successful in what you are doing you are following your passion your heart so how do you think the world reacts to women who know their minds who know what they want to do and they end up doing it do they look at them the same way as they look at men or is there some difference there it's a very interesting question sangeeta and um um the world is 
accepting yeah. uh, with open hands. Uh, but still, um, you know, I've always felt that the certain hitch, uh, a CEO, be it a male or a female, they're exactly doing the same sort of work. They're yeah. exactly managing the same strength. So a CEO at X company and a CEO at Y company who's a female, they're managing thousands and thousands of people. The nature of the work doesn't change. So why would we want to call them a female or a male CEO? Why can't we just be a CEO? Um, very simple example, a power lifter. Uh, you know, a power lifter, maybe he's, he is lifting 100 kgs. Maybe she is also lifting 100 kgs. Why a female power lifter? It's, 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 it should be gender agnostic. Now, I, it's only my thought, okay? Um, I really feel that the moment we call them as female CEO or the female entrepreneur, we've already created a divide. We hmm. should just have called them. You know, Forbes should have just published, uh, you know, top 10 CEOs not top 10 female CEOs why can't the female CEOs compete with the male CEOs without that male female bar uh, so yeah I think um, as I said before uh, there's a long way to go still I'm happy uh, that you know women are supporting each other it's evident I can see that and uh, true reflection of what women empowerment meant is being seen through a lot of social media uh, channels available. I see it in offices. I see it in personal life. Uh, I think the world has changed, but, uh, you know, it's it's calling a black person a black. Sorry to say, I'm not racist, but uh, you 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 just call, a, call us a CEO or call us a MD or call us as an entrepreneur. Why a female entrepreneur? That's That's my take on it. Okay, so have no, uh, you know, like adjectives, you know, in like linked to that. It's just plain and simple that position or whatever you're yes. doing. Yeah. All right. Yes. Okay. So something that I have observed now, of course, you are like not in that stage probably, but you may have seen people doing, you know, different things once they reach their, say, midlives, which I sometimes refer to as midlife rebooting. You know, you see suddenly a banker wanting to write or, you know, getting into a sport or getting into something which is diametrically opposite from what they'd been doing all their lives. Now, it's not that people in the early, earlier days didn't have passions or they didn't have interests, but somewhere, you know, what, what they started out doing, they continue to do that for the rest of their lives. But nowadays, people do switch gears. So any thoughts on that? Oh, I love that. And and I'd love to be a part of that uh, journey, actually. It's, uh -huh. it's, I think people have become more forthcoming and they've accepted. Uh, I, if I'm not finding something uh, as a continuity proposition for me, I might change gears. So I think it's it's just about accepting. Hmm. Now, hmm. We, we've come across that border of okay, I require a job for my survival. Hundreds and thousands of avenues by which you can maintain your survival. If it's just about maintaining the lifestyle that you have, people have accepted that even if I come two notch, two uh, points notched or, you know, two points little lower mm -hmm. than what I, I am currently now, I think they're ready to accept it. But what they want is peace of mind. So, yeah. yes, I think acceptance has come across uh, as very evident uh, in today's world and people switching gears, trust me, it's the best thing that they do. And even if they fail, going back to the same point, they own it. So that's what I liked about uh, 
the new age people or the people that would try different avenues. They should. I might as well want to do it at some time later, but only when I find what exactly I wanted to do yeah, for the some part of my life. Yes. That is essential. And you're right. We are becoming more accepting. The society is also becoming more flexible and people are okay with, you know, people experimenting, failing or succeeding, whatever it may be. And ultimately, I think peace of mind, happiness is what we're looking for. So if we feel that these are the kind of things in which we can find it, we are, you know, going for it. Okay. So tell me something, of course, you're a working woman, a wife, a mother, and, you know, the various roles that you have to play like most women. So any secret uh, sauce, any secret recipe which you have devised to juggle those various roles that you play? Uh, secret sauce. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> I like I like that word. I've heard a lot of times in the corporate environment, but yes, uh, I think I... What should I say? So, so every stage, you know, every stage in career and in personal life with children around has its own challenges. Uh, when when the children were small, I used to think that when would they grow up and, you know, I will get some time to work on, you know, on my office priorities and, um, you know, I'll not have to attend to them. But when they are little grown up, then they need a different kind of uh, mother support. I, I, need different sort of time with them so I think it depends on what stage you're in mm -hmm. uh, it's not no longer juggling for me Sangeeta because uh, I've I've tried to maintain a balance by mm -hmm. when, when I'm not working it's it's 100% it's either me or them or all three four of us and mm -hmm. if I'm working then it's only about my work so that's the kind of balance I've created and um, I make sure that if I'm not working, I do not want to think about work. But if it's something uh, that that is important for me, but it is also going to take some time away from the kids, I've told my kids to understand what the situation is, mm -hmm. realize the importance of the situation and support me during that situation where my mom needs to go out to work. And mm -hmm. then they accept it. Once they realize it, I give them an assurance that once I'm back, I'm going to be with you. So I think okay. the understanding has started playing a, a lot of important role in that whole juggling bit. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I think it's working well, touch wood, it's working well. Great, great. I think knowing what you want to do, what you have to do when prioritizing is very important and then communicating. You know, like you tell your children. So you communicate to them, you explain it to them. And then I think once you communicate, everybody understands. You know, it's yes. not like people won't. I mean, unless they have made it, uh, you know, a point to not understand. Otherwise, most people will understand. So I think prioritizing okay. and communicating, they are very, yes. very critical in this. All right. So where do you see yourself 10 years from now? <laughs> uh, I do my, see myself a lot more fitter. Okay. Um, maybe uh, traveling with the backpack. <laughs> I do see right. myself with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I really want to see myself clapping for my children wherever they are, okay. uh, feeling proud for them as a mother. That that doesn't go away from me. Mm -hmm. uh, but in totality, you know, eventually, I want to see myself speaking somewhere where there are lots and lots of women of you know. And they looking up 
for some answers which have never been answered because I really feel there is, since there is a long way to go, there will be a lot of opportunity areas coming across our way where we can help each other. So uh, women supporting women, I'm the first one to stand in that queue and wait for long hours to get my turn and address those. Wonderful, wonderful. That's a great set of things that you are looking forward to. Okay, so Priyanka, all said and done. Final question. Can a woman have it all? Why not? <laughs> Very simple. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> uh, my answer was a total yes in bold capital letters because, uh, no, I mean, there's nothing that uh, can hold back a woman. It is here, all here. If yes. if if I am not giving 100% to my work, because of X, Y, Z reasons, it's, it's all with me. Uh, I cannot blame it on to my children. They're not calling me. I'm yeah. not, I'm, then my relatives are not calling me to be there. I always have a choice. So, you know, whenever we have a choice, the decision is already there in our heads, but we don't want to act upon it just because we want to please someone. So mm -hmm. I think a woman can have it all, Sangeeta, to your question undoubtedly fearlessly without any guilt without any hitch the only thing is we need to own it completely whatever we do the the minor step most minor step that we take we just need to own it completely and we'll be all there great yes i agree with you it is up to us and like you said it's all there it's all in our heads if we you know stop ourselves or restrain ourselves then we've got only ourselves to blame we always have a choice and sometimes a choice may be a difficult choice, but then you cannot please all and pleasing people should not, I think should be the least of your priorities. You can't, of course, please. it's not that you are doing something wrong or something, but just doing something because you don't have the guts to own it or to say no to somebody, that should not be the reason. Otherwise, of course, you know, it is like they say the world is our oyster and we can kind of go and have it all. All right. So thank you, Priyanka. It was indeed wonderful having this conversation with you and getting such, you know, your viewpoints very strongly worded and very strongly put. And I think if we have such kind of women, there is no way that we cannot have it all. And there is no way that we, you know, can grow and be there for each other as a community. So it was really wonderful talking to you. I hope you had a great time on the show. I did, Sangeeta. And trust me, the, I think the energies matched. Uh, I I really want, you know, to have a maximum outreach. I I would really want your channel to have really good outreach to people. Uh, there are a lot of women who want to listen to you, to your thoughts. And the way that you're conducting these podcasts, I think that's immense. You're targeting and you're hitting the nail by uh, on its head. So I, I think you're doing a great job. I love to be Thank here you. and talking to you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It is, you know, it does a lot, a lot to your confidence when you hear someone say that, because of course there's all good intention behind it. And of course there is work behind it, but then the ultimate thing is to be there for each other. So I think, yes, we are on the same page as far as that is concerned. So thank you once again. Great to have you. Yeah. Thank all. you, Gita. Nice talking to you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Tune in every Thursday for some more inspiring conversations with women trailblazers. If you like the show, follow us and you could leave a review to help us get better. You could even get in touch with us on any one of our social media handles.